Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. But we do know if we want to continue to celebrate life as we age, we have to be mindful of how we take care of our bodies, our minds, and our emotions. And that's where today's guest comes in. You know psychotherapist Stacy Kaiser as a media personality, an author, and a relationship expert. She's made hundreds of TV appearances on major networks and has a reputation for bringing a unique mix of thoughtful and provocative insight into a wide range of topics. Obviously, I am a huge fan, uh, and I am excited to say that Stacy's joining us today to talk about coping strategies, and boy, are these important when it comes to dealing with issues of aging. So welcome, Stacy. I am thrilled to have you on the show. I'm thrilled to be on the show. Well, that's great. Well, we're both thrilled. <laughs> but let's start out with the basics about coping. You obviously are a highly regarded psychotherapist. You know a lot about a lot of things. But so in your own words, what would you say or give us a definition of coping and how sometimes these strategies can be positive, but sometimes they can maybe not be so great for our lives? Yeah, well, what I always say is that coping is how we respond to challenges and that being aware of how we cope can actually make a difference in our everyday lives. And really, there are two different kinds of coping. There's healthy coping and there's unhealthy unhealthy coping. And unhealthy coping is the kind of coping that actually can make your life harder. And so I've kind of broken that down into two different ways of coping. So first we have positive, productive coping, which is basically about making necessary adjustments in your life, educating yourself, finding support, and being proactive. And then we have unproductive coping, which is what I think happens to a lot of us when we're not being conscious about our coping. And that's where we sort of cope out of those knee-jerk reactions, and we end up constricting our lives, isolating, bottling up our feelings, not reaching out for support, and things like that. Yeah, boy, and I have to say that's true in my own life. And, again, we are talking about issues that surround aging. And as we would mentioned prior to going on air, there's a lot of wonderful aspects of, of growing older, but there's some physical challenges that we have. And I know you're involved in something called the Coping Confessions Campaign. So tell us a little bit about that and what, uh, what topic you cover in that or focus on in that. Yes, well, I'm really proud to be partnering with Estellas on the Coping Confessions campaign. And what that really does is shed a light on how people cope in situations, particularly if they're dealing with chronic medical conditions like overactive bladder. One of the things that happens when we deal with chronic medical conditions is that we begin to develop unconscious behaviors. And so we start doing things in order to cope in that unproductive way. So in a case of something like overactive bladder, which is somebody who's having frequent urination, which can happen in the day or at night, um, what ends up happening is people with overactive bladder will end up doing something at the beginning like beginning to miss like one or two activities here and there because they're worried about where the bathroom is or that they're not going to make it. And then the next thing you know, because that has sort of become a habit, what we end up seeing is they're missing out on all kinds of activities. And then they look back on their life and they say, oh my gosh, look at all this stuff I'm missing out on, on a day-to-day basis. And I don't even feel the level of happiness I used to feel anymore because of this condition. Yeah. 
you know, that brings up so many thoughts, uh, really and truly. And you mentioned a, you know, a few minutes ago that isolation is one of the things that can really add age to our lives or, you know, give us, you know, make us not, you know, not feel good about ourselves. And it sounds like this is one of the things that it can lead to if you're not coping in the right way. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of us, when we're dealing with any kind of an issue, it could be a psychological issue or a medical issue, the tendency is to want to isolate ourselves, especially if it's something like OAB where you're embarrassed about it, even though the truth is a lot of people in middle age have it, um, a lot of people don't talk about it. And so what ends up happening is we retreat and we isolate instead of doing the very thing that all of us human beings need, which is reach out for support, connect with other people in order to feel better about ourselves, but also to get answers and solutions for how to solve the issues that we're dealing with. Well, you just led into my next question. What are some of the answers and solutions? I'm talking to the experts, so what are your thoughts on this, Stacey? Well, one of the first things that you want to do when you're dealing with a medical condition is you want to go and talk to your doctor. You want to talk to an expert. And so this could, if it's a medical condition, you want to talk to a medical doctor. If you're dealing with a psychological issue, you want to talk to an expert in that area. And it isn't about just Googling an answer because each of us, even though there's you know, specific medical conditions and psychological conditions out there, each of us are different. And so we need to sort of get a custom plan for ourselves. And so you want to talk to somebody who you know, can get to know you and who will know better. And then I think that the second thing that you want to do is educate yourself on whatever it is that's going on with you. And so that would be starting with a medical professional, but that might also be talking to other people who have been through what you've been through. And that might be the moment where you go online and you want to read about resources to find out information. And that leads to my next thing, which I think is really important, which is, I kind of mentioned earlier, which is about finding support. And support can come yeah. from friends and family. It can come from, you know, reading a blog or listening to an interview like this or going online and finding a community online where you can not feel alone, you can connect with other people who are dealing with what you're feeling, you're, you're dealing with, and so that you can help yourself actually feel better. You know, of all the things that you said, I, I, I like that last point in just the, the fact that friends and family, if I'm going through something specific to me, I mean, not that, again, a lot of people are going through something like this, but um, sometimes people don't, uh, even though they want to be helpful, they don't really recognize some of the issues that you're facing. But if you get into a group with people who are facing those same issues, you really can interact on a deeper level. Yes, and it makes you feel less alone, it makes you feel understood, and it makes you feel connected to people. Right, and then, too, I happen to know that the Coping Campa Confessions Campaign has a website, and I saw you on it, Stacey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the website is copingconfessions.com, and there's a combination of things on that website. First of all, there's literally a coping self-assessment where people can analyze their coping behaviors, which I think is really important. I think we all need to look at how we're coping and whether our coping is productive or unproductive. And then we also have stories of people who are dealing with um, overactive bladder or OAB. And you can begin to get some extra tips from me on how to cope with the issues that you're dealing with in your regular life. Well, and I think one of the things, too, and again, I'm not 
obviously not a doctor, and I, I may be saying this incorrectly, but it seems to me that overactive bladder seems to strike women, especially, as, and, of course, women of a certain age. And, again, we want to act like, you know, we, oh, everything's fine and all this stuff. So I think it's really important because uh, I've been in denial, you know, the river in Nile, you know, denial is <laughs> not just a river, you know, about a lot of things. But sometimes, I mean, things like this, it really is important to reach out, get that kind of information and uh, get benefit of, you know, some the advice of someone like you, Stacy. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, that's very true, and it does tend to be more common in women, though men deal with it as well. And part of what I have found interesting about OAB is a lot of people don't even know they have it. They just think, oh, well, I'm going to the bathroom a lot more now. But there's actually things uh-huh. that you can do both medically, socially, and psychologically in order to help yourself. Well, great. Well, this is all really important things. And so, again, will you give us the name of the website or the URL for the website one more time so we know where we can go to find it? Yes, go to copingconfessions.com. And uh, also, uh, I want to, you know, again, stress the fact that I think it's so important that we do reach out, whether it's online, whether I I think your suggestion is about going to a doctor. Dr. Internet, I've visited him many times, and sometimes he's right, sometimes he's not. So a a real real, uh, flesh and blood doctor that can prescribe or suggest, uh, whether it be, you know, one for your emotions or one for your physical needs, I think is really wonderful uh, suggestions there too so again this is an important topic my listeners are certainly uh, many of those will relate to this so do you have any final thoughts you'd like to leave with us Stacy before we have to go yeah I would say that my final thoughts are these if you're taking a look at your life and you're feeling like it isn't the way you want it then you want to reach out and get information so that you can make the life that you desire to have Well, I will think that that is a wonderful high note to leave on. And, again, I'm a huge fan, so I want to thank you not only for your information but for your time and for your sharing, Stacey. It's been a delight for me. For me as well. Thank you so much. Well, and I do want to please urge you listeners out there, do check out the coping campaign. I've looked at it myself. I can tell you it will give you a wealth of information, a lot of motivation, because that's what you can use when we're dealing with these kinds of things, and some great trips uh, on preparing for a doctor's visit, all sorts of things that you're going to find really helpful if you are dealing with this issue. And like Stacy said, you might not even realize you are. So check it out and find out if that's, if that's going on for you. And while you're at it, don't forget to go out there and show the world just how feisty a woman over 50 can be. This is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio saying I'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>